Welcome to Many Magical Tales, short stories for kids by Christopher Durr. Thank you for joining us on another adventure. This time on Many Magical Tales, we present Just a Normal Day at the Zoo. Join a family on what started out as a regular trip to the zoo, but spiraled out of control into something much more interesting and bizarre. Stay tuned and don't touch that dial. Once upon a time, there were two sisters. Both were very curious and energetic. Juliet was the older sister. She was almost seven. And Ava, the younger sister, was almost two. Ava always followed Juliet around, no matter where she went, no matter what Juliet was trying to do. One day, their parents decided that they were going to take them to the local zoo. The girls were both very excited to see all the animals. Juliet said to Ava, What's your favorite animal? Ava replied, Kitty cats. Juliet said, My favorite animal is the kitty cat too. Their dad said, I don't think they have kitty cats at the zoo, girls. Zoos are more for animals like lions, tigers, and bears. Well, to be fair... Lions and tigers are both kitty cats, Juliet said. She's got a good point there, said Juliet's mom. Dad said, All right then, let's go see some kitty cats. They drove to the zoo, loaded up their bag with snacks and drinks, and began walking. I want to see flamingos, Juliet said. Let's go see the kitty cats first, said Dad. Ava said, Yay, kitty cats! The family of four walked to the big cat section of the zoo after looking at their map. There they are, said Juliet as the family approached the lion exhibit. Wow, he really is a big lion, very big. I didn't even know lions were that big, said Juliet. Their dad and mom looked at the lions and pondered with a curious look. Yeah, you're right, kid, that is a big lion. They moved on to the tigers and the same thing was noticed. Something wasn't quite right. The animals looked basically like what the animals are supposed to look like, but they also looked a little strange. The family moved on and decided to check out the primates. At first, everything appeared normal, but upon further glance, things started to seem strange there too. The monkeys were on the ground and acting like they were chickens. They were making clucking noises and pecking at the ground. Dad said, yeah, I haven't been to the zoo in a while, but I'm pretty sure the monkeys aren't supposed to do that. The family moved on to the orangutan exhibit, which seemed pretty normal at first. Then the orangutan did something very, very strange. It let out a massive roar like a giant grizzly bear. They were all startled, and Juliet said, whoa, what was that? I don't think that they're supposed to make that sound. Her mom said, yeah, something's going on here. I have a very weird feeling about this place. Something incredibly odd is going on with these animals. They moved on to the chimpanzees, and the chimpanzees were behaving like bullfrogs, making ribbit sounds and jumping like frogs. Just then, Juliet saw a zoo employee standing next to the gorilla exhibit, staring at her phone. Hey, let's go ask her what's happening here. Maybe she knows. I think she works here. The family walked up to the zoo worker, and Juliet said... Hey, do you know what's going on with these animals? They look weird, they're acting weird, and they're making weird sounds. The zoo worker looked up from her phone and said, Yeah, they do that sometimes, and shrugged. Juliet said, What do you mean they do that sometimes? 
Yeah, sometimes they do weird things like that, I don't know. It's kind of been like that ever since the day I started working here. Seems pretty normal to me at this point. Clearly they were still confused, but they realized that this worker was going to be no help. They decided to move on and see what else was going on around there. But no matter what exhibit they went to, everything was a little off. And some of the animals moved very weird, almost unnatural for any animal. The giraffes were acting like turtles. The turtles were acting like prairie dogs. The elephants were acting like hippos. And the hippos were acting like rhinos. Every single exhibit seemed to be like they were in another dimension, another reality. Ava was having a very, very good time. She thought the whole thing was very hilarious. She kept saying, Frog monkey's cool. To be fair, the whole thing was fairly hilarious, and if it wasn't for the fact that it was incredibly weird that these animals were behaving that way, it would be very entertaining. They saw another zoo employee, and Dad said, Can you please, please take me to your manager or the head zoologist or anybody that can explain to us what exactly is going on here? The teenage boy said, Oh, you want to see Dr. Studenberger Heenlin? Mom said, Yeah, take us to go see that guy. Actually, on second thought, then she turned to her family and said, Maybe we should just get out of here. We're not detectives or anything. Something very strange is going on here, and maybe it's smarter if we just get out of here and go do something else with our day. Juliet said, Oh, Mom, please. I really want to know what's happening. It's kind of the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it will drive me crazy if I don't figure out what's happening. Dad said, Yeah, I kind of want to know what's going on too, to be honest with you. I mean, chimpanzees, that ribbit, and eat flies. Not every day you see something like that. Mom reluctantly said, Well, okay. But if I don't like the looks of this guy, this Dr. Student Cheeseburger or whatever, we're out of here, promise. They all agreed and followed the zoo employee to go see the head of the zoo. They went to the main building front entrance and the employee walked them through a long hallway. Mom said under her breath, this isn't looking very good, as they continued walking. They reached the door and the zoo worker knocked and heard a voice say, you may bring them in. Well, here you go guys, have a good day. I have to get back to work and the zoo worker left. The doctor came out and greeted the family. He came across as a very peculiar sort of man. He was very short with wild unbrushed hair, very large and very thick eyeglasses. He had on a neon green button-up shirt with a tie that had robots and computers all over it. On his shoulder was what was apparently a parrot. The parrot was talking, which was not completely crazy because sometimes parrots can do that. But this parrot was doing something very odd. He seemed to be reciting random trivia and historical facts. The parrot said in a squawking voice, Did you know that in the 18th century, Wolfgang von Kempelen created the Turk, a chess-playing automaton that toured Europe and America? It was a mechanical hoax with a hidden human chess master controlling its moves. Not now, Polybot. Perhaps you should keep your beak closed. We have guests. Ava just giggled and said, silly bird. The doctor said, Please come into my office. There are seats. You can make yourself comfortable. I'm Dr. Studenberger Heenlin. But you can call me Dr. Stu for short. The family went in and sat down, and Dr. Stu said, Now what may I help you with today? Juliet blurted out. Did you know that all your animals have gone a little funny? You know, missing some of their marbles? A couple screws loose? The doctor said in an unconvincing tone. 
Oh, but whatever do you mean? They seem perfectly fine when I inspected them all myself this morning. Juliet said, Yeah, well, did you notice? Your orangutan thinks it's a bear. Your giraffe thinks it's a turtle. Your elephants are acting like hippopotamuses, and your cats are like twice their normal size. The doctor said, Yes, I have, and I do have to fix their programming. Fix their what? Mom said. I will have to go into their operating systems and fix their programming, Dr. Stu said. Wait, you're telling me that all of the animals in the Brandy Zoo are all robots? But of course. You, my friends, are at the world's first completely robotic zoo. I have been hard at work for many years creating these realistic creatures. Do you like my creations? Well, they're definitely entertaining, I'll give you that, Juliet said. But my question is, what have you done with all the animals that were here? We came here last year and all the animals were real. Then Dr. Stu got a very serious, grave face and said, My dear child, what concern is it of yours? I have zero obligation to tell any of you anything than what I've already told you. You should be grateful you are the first to know exactly what's been done here. Just then, four large robotic gorillas came into the room and grabbed the family and took them off to a cage and locked them up as they were being dragged away. They heard the annoying parrot bot saying, The concept of the penitentiary, a place for criminals to reflect on their wrongdoing and reform, was developed in the late 18th century. The Walnut Street Jail in Philadelphia, established in 17... 17- I really, really don't like that bird, said Juliet's dad. I told you guys we should just leave. I don't know why we stuck around, like we had to investigate, like we're some kind of detectives. We could have left and gone to the beach or the park, or home. But no, we had to play Scooby-Doo to find out what's up with the creepy animals. Just great. What on earth are we going to do now? Well, the weird part is, is they didn't take our cell phones, which seems kind of strange and the obvious thing to do, said Dad. Yeah, that's pretty weird, said Mom. Mom pulled out her phone, tried to call 911, and realized she had no signal. Dad checked his phone, and he had no service either. He must have some kind of signal blocker in here. Juliet said, I think Ava can squeeze between the bars and retrieve those keys on the wall. Just then, Ava exclaimed, I go get keys! She swiftly squeezed through the bars, grabbed the keys, and delivered them to her family. They quickly unlocked the door. As they were about to leave, they noticed an open computer on the desk. Dad examined the computer and said, Wait a second. I believe this is how he controls all the robotic animals. He opened the program and entered a command. All animals are to escape their enclosures and pursue Dr. Stu until he is surrounded and cannot escape. He then pressed enter, and the computer displayed the message. Your command has been accepted. Implementing the operation. Just then, they heard the sounds of various animal robots roaring and climbing. It sounded like an invading army. Dad quickly grabbed the computer and Ava. Juliet held her mom's hand, and they sprinted toward the exit where their car was parked. Before leaving, they witnessed the doctor running for his life with all of his robotic animals in pursuit. They immediately dialed the police and informed them about the situation. They explained that the head of the zoo had taken the animals, replacing them with robots, and had kidnapped them. He was now being held captive by his own robotic animals at the Brandy Zoo. The following morning, as the family gathered for breakfast and discussed the events of the previous day, 
they turned on the local news and came across a breaking report. The news anchor announced, In yesterday's developments, law enforcement officials successfully apprehended Dr. Studenberger Heenland, the chief zoologist responsible for the zoo. It was revealed that Dr. Studenberger Heenland had, in an astonishing turn of events, moved all the zoo's live animals to his private farm and surreptitiously substituted them with robotic counterparts, reminding us that reality can be more astonishing than fiction. Now let's return to you, Jim, for more news. Juliet then suggested, maybe we can visit the aquarium today. The entire family burst into laughter as dad chimed in. Sure, why not? What could possibly go wrong? The end. Thank you for listening to Just Another Day at the Zoo. Presented by Many Magical Tales, written and produced by Christopher Durr. 